0: Welcome, one and all, to the second ever Game Cola Debate Cast, the show where we couldn't come up with a better title than that. It's been six years since our last Debate Cast, and we're back with a vengeance talking about the most controversial issue of our days. Is Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma a good video game? I am the moderator for this particular episode of the game Cola debate cast, Joseph Martin, and we have the two opposing sides of this argument here with us today. On my right, we have, in favor of Zero Time Dilemma being a good video game...
1: Hi, my name is Diana Gray, GameCola.net's resident fangirl, and yeah, Zero Time Dilemma is a good game.
0: Way to bring the passion. <laughs> and on my left, longtime Game Cola super fan arguing against Zero Time Dilemma being a good video game, we have Julia.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Julia Fletcher, and I am arguing against Zero Time Dilemma. Longtime fan, first time ever on a podcast. Woo, yay!
0: The stakes have never been higher. <laughs> Don't say that. But- <laughs> But now uh, I'm going to drop this, but we're excited. It's a a good, it's been, we've been talking about starting the debate cast back up for six years um, and it's, it's great to finally be doing it. So uh, I'm going to try to, as a moderator, I'm going to try to be a little bit formal, at least uh, starting out the gate here. For those who don't know, Zero Time Dilemma is the third entry in the Zero Escape series following Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, commonly referred to as 999 in the year 2009, Um, and Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward, which was released in 2012. It is an adventure video game developed by the studio Chime, uh, released on Nintendo 3DS and PlayStation Vita. It is this sort of... Visual novel slash puzzle game. The theme of the games are pretty dark. There's a lot of death in it, Uh, but you've got these multiple paths that you can take based on solving puzzles and answering certain questions and doing like some game theory, like do you betray or trust the person on the other team or something like that. Um, And then you've got individual puzzles. We'll hear more description from our debaters, but that's sort of a rough idea if for some reason you've been following game pull for the past few years and don't know what the zero escape games are (laughs) um but we're talking about the third entry uh whether or not it is a good game and i did look up how to do debates a little bit before this we're going to try to be a little bit serious at least starting out so we're going to start with some opening statements prepared by our two debaters uh, in the past five minutes when I told them that we could try doing opening statements and they agreed to haphazardly stick their notes together into them so it's time for the first one which apparently according to my research is supposed to be the person for in support of zero time dilemma so Diana take it away with your opening statements
1: all right I think when you're considering the Zero Escape series as a whole, and you think about Zero Time Dilemma, I think it really does kind of wrap up the series in a way that, although I know a lot of people didn't really care for the characters in in a lot of respects, the core mechanics of the game, the reason that we all come to play the Zero Escape series, the puzzles, I think those were really solid. I really enjoyed the puzzles, except for the RNG, but we'll get into that later. Um, it's hard for me to form all of my thoughts into something that does spin uniquely positive, because I know that there are flaws with the game, as I'm sure I will agree with my um, my fellow debater at many, many points during this podcast. But when you consider the game in the entire series as a whole... I think it kind of wraps up this series pretty well. It fits into that space between 999 and VLR in the timeline very succinctly. It really follows and leads up to the two games pretty well. The music is great, as always. The composer, I'm a huge fan of the composer of the Zero Escape series as a whole, and the music in this one did not disappoint in any way at all. Um, I liked that there was a character named after me. Just saying, that's a huge positive. Everyone should... Love
0: that there's uh, no well uh, debate debate over. I'm sorry. Yeah, she she did. She I
1: mean, did there's a character named after, after me. Like, didn't even character. say anything. Like, sorry, there's a character named after me. That's a good one. I'm reading off my notes, which are very sporadic with like caps locked portions and also a bunch of caveats. As for example, I have the puzzles that are good, except for the damn transporter room. Screw that room hate it. The worst puzzle of all I time. I hate that room with a burning passion. Um, <laughs> sorry, being positive. For the most part, I like the new characters that they added. Let's forget about Mira for a minute. Let's throw her out the window because she's weird. fully good one! I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> I, me, okay, we'll talk about Mira. I like Carlos. I think he's cute. And he has some good bro moments with J-Dog, as we call him um, on the Game Cola playthroughs. And then, I guess, just some more like gameplay-related like stuff. For me, a lot of the stuff in Zero Escape is about the little things that they do for the fans. Like, for example, I think they're really conscientious in Zero Time Dilemma about things like spoilers and stuff like that. Because if you play VLR, this is going to get really into minutia, and I'm sorry about that. But for me, that's part of what Zero Escape is about. The minutia. So... If you play VLR, you know that there are spoilers in the files that you can find, and it's really annoying to have the game spoiled for you before you even get to that point. Zero Time Dilemma doesn't do that, which is nice. And I feel like the system that they use to like jump back and forth between timelines, which as any fan knows is a huge part of the game, I think it worked really well in this game. I really liked it, but that could just be me because I have a thing for flowcharts. Um, so... Right. I think it worked well, and I know people will disagree with me on that also. But I really liked it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that this opening statement was just like all over the freaking place. But those are the reasons why I think Zero Time Dilemma is a good installment in the series of Zero Escape. But yeah, that's that's how I'm gonna end it. I'm sorry, I got nothing else. I'm I'm much better at responding to points than actually coming up with my own jazz hands. <laughs>
0: All <laughs> right, so with those very um, empowered, persuasive Don't opening statements. <laughs> I didn't make
1: an opening statement it. No, no it's your turn now.
0: It is now time for our... Julie, uh, you're going to end the debate. <laughs> I'm not. Was a, it was only a joke. <laughs> it was just, it was scary just scary a joke death. to lighten the mood in this game about Scary Death. By the way, I should also mention going forward, uh, there's going to be... We're, Spoilers for, like, the whole game, yeah. okay? Like, Pretty this nice. is a debate about this game. We're going to be talking about everything in it, so spoilers for everything. It is now time for our second set of opening statements from the visiting team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't call me the home team. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Julia, you have the floor.
1: All right, thank you, Joe. So Diana, you know, I'm just thinking about what you were saying about a lot of the time it's not going to be with some things that I'm saying. I'm going to agree with some of the things that you're saying is oh, the cool. fact. Too. Like, I think that the game has redeeming qualities for sure. I think that there were parts of the game that definitely got me in the mood of Zero Escape and made me think that I was playing a great game and that it was really intense and like dramatic. And I had, to, you know, the decisions, I think, in the game are one of the strongest points. But yes. there were some points that I think just made the game... Uh, The characters, which is the first thing that you mentioned (laughs) that I don't like. And it's my first point. Um, The characters, the sort of overarching plot of the game, and a lot of the motivations of the villain of the game really um, didn't strike a chord with me at all. Mm -hmm. And the time travel aspect, which is used a lot, and like transporting and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And just a few other miscellaneous things that really... Uh, worked against the game for me there were definitely parts where I was like this is dumb so that's that's my (laughs) kind of opening statement is and I'm ready to talk about all of my points that I have laid out and after replaying the game just recently my opening statement was shorter (laughs) no man that was good now you've laid out the rest of the podcast for us
0: all right cool (laughs) Um, okay, so let's let's talk about some of the overarching ideas that you sort of brought up. So um, it, it seems like the first point of contention that I am sensing here is maybe not this specifically, but related to this, because Diana, you said that the puzzles are what we all come here for. And... I do not
1: come for the puzzles. I'm just gonna <laughs> okay. put that. Up. Let's, okay, I think that, in my mind, at least, there are two types of people who play Zero Escape. They're the the people that come for the visual novel, and the people that come for the puzzles. And I come for both equally, but a huge portion of the game for me is the actual puzzle rooms, because I'm a huge, like, escape room junkie and, like, all that kind of stuff. So the reason why I started playing the games was for the puzzles, because I heard that it was basically... Escape room, the game. So that's why I started playing, okay. and so maybe that was an overarching statement that shouldn't have been said. But I think there is a large group of people that play for the puzzles themselves, rather well, than I'm just gonna, the story. I'm gonna put it out there, Diana. You were the only other person who I know who has played this game, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I only met you half an hour ago. So I mean, it's, it's not it's not a super mainstream game series.
0: Really a lot not. of people don't and... know about it.
1: The third game had to be like basically begged for. So. It's it's not a super mainstream series, so that's not exactly a surprise. No, so Diana, you were the only other person who I know who has played this game, and I actually first only knew about 999 because of Gamecola's playthrough of it. Ah, uh, the good old days. Then sort of started watching the VLR playthrough, and it ended up going through the entire span of when I was in college, so there was a- <laughs> Yes, it did. And there was a lot of VLR, and I sort of watched it really slowly, so that when Zero Time Dilemma came out, I was like, I think that I know enough about these games to actually play this one and it was the first one that i had ever actually played mm. and i've since gone back because they put um the first two games on steam i've yeah. since gone back and played those two but this was the first one that i physically played like i sort of experienced it all through game cola i would so say that's i was necessarily never a negative because i think we were pretty uh comprehensive in our playthrough so i feel if it was your first game and you hadn't seen everything beforehand then it would be detrimental but in that case i don't feel like having played the game yourself is super essential if you've seen all of the good endings and bad endings from especially vlr so i feel like you're fine (laughs) (laughs) okay no so i i was just never here for the puzzles is sort of where I'm going with that because I mm. didn't even play the puzzles for a long time with the first two games so I've been there for the for the story and for figuring out what the heck was going on in these games okay I, can, I mean I can respond that from different but a lot spaces. of people do play it for the visual novel and I mean I am invested in the story so like I'm not gonna say that I didn't care about that at all but the reason why I got into the series was for the puzzles so maybe that's a point where that's, it could be why our opinions differ a bit, but shouldn't be too...
0: To, to sort mean... of speak to that, why don't we quickly go over uh, what you guys thought of the first two entries in the series? Because I think for our listening audience, it might be important to know what you thought very briefly about the other games in the series and about the idea of this series in general and where you're coming from.
1: So I thought that 999 was great. I thought that just the plot twist at the end and the way that the story plays out and if you go back and replay it or you watch a walkthrough you can really see the foreshadowing that didn't beat you over the head the first time. I thought that one was fantastic. VLR for me felt a little bit more uh, out there like I was less able to wrap my head around that one but I I got it (laughs) and I was really curious to see where it would go and Sadly, for me, it went like way out there. But yeah, so th- that's how I feel about the first two games. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the first two games. 999, I loved, because I think that was my first game in the series. I played it after I watched the Game Cola playthrough, I think, because that was when I didn't remember it, so I played through myself. And then VLR, I actually started playing while I was doing the Game Cola playthrough on YouTube. And finished it during the course of that because I originally said I wasn't going to until we finished the game Cold Playthrough and that went downhill really quick because I wanted to finish it. So yeah, I I can agree with you that 999 they're both really out there and I feel like I mean that's something that the series is known for and you just accept it and move on. But I will agree with you that VLR was a bit more out there than uh, 999 and that may have impacted what some people thought of it. But I still thought it was a it was a good game. Five's my favorite character in anything ever kind of so i liked it i can agree with you for sure that the puzzles in zero time dilemma were the best puzzles in the whole series yes like i will agree with you there i think that they fit in they fit in with the plot like they tied things from the plot into the puzzles for one of the first times i am totally with you on that one but again that's not really what I what I was looking for but that's okay and something <laughs> else I mean it's not even just the plot of zero time dilemma it's the plot of like the whole Zero Escape series, like as a whole, tied into the puzzles, something that the characters in this game, at least some of the characters, like if you're looking at Mira, Eric, some of the newcomers wouldn't know, but you as a player know, like see the references in the puzzles, and you're just like, oh, I know where you're getting that from, but the characters don't know. And that's something I think is kind of fun. And I feel like the puzzles also like seamlessly flow into every puzzle section pretty much ends with, the decision portion of the game and I feel like that flows really seamlessly together and that's something for me was that was pretty important because I don't feel like VLR did that as well. It was always like, solve the puzzle, get out of the room, then go to the decision portion. It feels like two separate portions and I feel like Zero Time Dilemma really improved on that and is like, you solve the puzzle, now immediately go make this decision because it is like dependent on you getting out of the room and that's something that I liked about that Zero Time Dilemma changed from VLR. No, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, the puzzles are definitely great, and I think that the decision portions of the game are, in my opinion, like the strongest portions of the game. Were definitely some decisions that I felt like, "What am I gonna do?" Over, <laughs> and I like that. That was the best part.
0: There's a little bit too much agreeing going on from my <laughs> Hey, Let's talk about, about how the characters are. In in this deb- ready. The debate. All right. Here's a, here's a question. What? cause I you already disagreed about this. So, what is up with this mirror? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, she's the only character, I'm not kidding, who acts consistently in character. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I will give you that. That's true. (laughs) She is the only one who will actually act the way she is supposed to all the time. Yes, she's a crazy serial killer. And that's the way she is. And because of that, she is able to actually only be motivated by that throughout the game. And part of my issue with the other characters is that they are just the most ridiculously inconsistent people in the entire world. Yeah. um, You have a rebuttal. (laughs) Well. mm, Okay, never mind. I was about to throw someone out there, and then I was like, mm, wait, no, never mind. Uh, One of my biggest problems with that, if you want me to make a point that you go could, Go for like, it. yeah. like a more specific point that you could rebut, <laughs> I have huge issues with, like, all of C-Team, okay? So, like, Carlos yeah. and <laughs> I do, and too. My first point, like, so when I was originally preparing for this debate and I was making my notes, I have two sections of my notes, things that are good and things that are weird. And my first and originally only note when I sent my notes to Jetty, like, I was, I was like, look, I'm preparing, um, was, why is Junpei a drunk emo now? <laughs> okay, so there is definitely that fact. Why is Junpei a drunk emo? After, like, only a year in canon has gone by since the original 999. I, I will uh, agree with you that Junpei and Akane, I do have issues with. I think they kind of ruined their characters, and I do not like that at all. I like Carlos because I think he's hilarious, and uh, his bro moments with Junpei kind of make C-Team for me. That's the, like, the only redeeming parts of C-Team, is when they have bro moments. Um, the and also that, that one Akane... time that Carlos tried to hit on Akane in order to make Junpei mad. That was funny. Never forget. Is a Mary Sue though, because oh, I yeah. do. Oh 100%, yes. Okay, at least we so I have so many issues with the fact, okay, so Joe, you've never played this game. Akane does not hesitate to murder Carlos if she thinks that Carlos killed Junpei. It's hilarious. Like she does she, There are more than one times when we find Junpei dead or Carlos does kill Junpei and immediately Akane is like, I am going to murder you now, Carlos. And yet Junpei has multiple scenes Where he's like, she's the most gentle creature in the entire world. And Carlos is like, you're right, Junpei. I'm like, okay, but you know that she murdered you with a fire extinguisher in another pathway, right? Like, you're aware of that. The thing I think, what's weird about that for me, is that Junpei knows what Akane did in 999. Like, that it basically was all, everything was set up. Responsible for the death of at least four people. Of at least four people, and he's still like she's so. And I'm like, no, dude, you gotta accept that your girlfriend what? is a psychopath. <laughs> like, like, I don't think that she is. <laughs> C team, major issues. I agree, 100%. C team, let's just get rid of them. Like, I was so excited to hear that Junpei and Akane were coming back, and then they came back, and I was like, what did you do? Why did them? they come back? <laughs> They're not. Can we talk same. about the pantry? Oh my God! Yeah. Because that entire puzzle, spoiler alert, they are Junpei's body parts. You're and they like, find like, oh his man, man, look at, at this the weird end arm puzzle. that I found. And I'm like, wow, that's I'm so like, odd. I wonder why there's a mannequin in here. And then you find Junpei's head. like, wow, like, we're playing a murder game and one of us is missing? We keep finding these body parts? Probably a coincidence. Probably just fine. fake. It's like, are you the stupidest people in the entire world? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'd think they would know what they've gotten themselves into by this point. But, I would um, think so. No, so I don't know if Akane is a Mary Sue or Junpei is delusional. I think but like, delusional. That's always what I've thought. Definitely true. So, okay, that's C-team. D-team. I love D-team. I'm sorry, but I do because I'm super biased.
0: Can Real quick, can someone explain teams to me?
1: Basically, you're supposed to think that everyone is separated and the characters are divided into teams. There's C-team. D-team and Q-team, and those are the teams that explore the rooms together and make all the decisions together. There are nine people total. There are three people on each team. Okay. And you sort of play as one team As at a one time. character on each team. So you play as Carlos, you play as Diana, and you play as Q. <laughs> hmm. Spoiler. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll okay. get there. That's why I'm doing D-team first, because Q-team has a lot more to unpack. D-team, I freaking love D-team. Okay. It gets a little. Is it bit because awkward, there's Diana, OT3 like it becomes that really- a parent-child relationship instead? God, what is he- okay? That is when the game became like bad fan fiction. Is when people were having babies. Like that was when it was the point of no return for me. <laughs> okay, since we haven't done the game on Gamecola, we we're probably gonna have to spell out these plot points for some people. Um, in one timeline, Diana, aka great character, me, and Sigma from VLR are the only two left that are not dead and so they decide to get it on and have children. <laughs> for for very little motivation it seems. Just because. Except, and I'm like, you're you, know what? you do you <laughs> like and then those children, they send their children back in time and that eventually becomes Phi. And, to death. <laughs> um, and the main uh, antagonist of Zero Time Dilemma is the other one because they're twins. Um, so it's really awkward when your uh, dream OT3 becomes mother, father, and child. And then you're just like, mm. awkward if you replay VLR and Sigma keeps flirting with Phi. Flirting with fire Fi commenting what? on how she would look in a swimsuit. Um, you know, that's cool. Like, you are her father. <laughs> like, I am un-okay with this. Not okay with um, this. Oh, going back to the not-bad fanfiction portion of D-Team, um, I really like how they interact together. I think it's fun, and I think they're basically just a really good squad, because you have Sigma and Phi, who have pretty much stayed the same since VLR, which is good when you look at Jude Payne-Kane. <laughs> and then you plan- have it. Diana, who is great because she's named after me. And it provides insight into some of the stuff from VLR, which is kind of nice for me, because after VLR, I was always wondering about how, like, where this woman came from. They're really cagey about it, and then eventually you find out, which I think is kind of nice. Also, I think that we should mention to Joe, I mean, the one of the problems that I had with the teams is that they have, like, hardboard cutout characters. Like, we have a character who's kind of whiny, and wants to do everything that will benefit their team and not the other teams. We have a character who's like, "We can't kill other people; that would be wrong." And then we have the character that we're playing. <laughs> who, like, would, who would you say is the? Uh, oh, I guess you, hmm. who's the whiny the, one well, on, on C team? So, like, Sigma is often saying, "No, we can't." no, no, kill no, no these not D team, C team. C team gets weird. But... In C team, you play as Carlos and J- and Junpei is like, we need to murder everyone for ourselves. And Akane is like, Junpei, why have you changed so much? <laughs> Sometimes Akane goes in that direction, too, though. She's she goes weird. in a terrible direction. She murders at a moment's notice. <laughs> she does. So D team is okay. Junpei's memory... <laughs> She erases Junpei's memory in the Apocalypse Ending, in my opinion, literally only for continuity with the second game. Yeah. Like, there is no other motivation to do that, except That's for, right. well, in the second game, we weren't married. And, yes, they get engaged, and, like, I in be. the weirdest, most awkward way possible. I dig it. I was like, you know what? <laughs> At this point, I don't care what you two do. You, you go ahead. It's fine. And then we have Q-Team, who definitely has has the most to unpack, I think, in terms of all the teams. Um, Confusion, in my opinion. Because you have um, Eric and Mira, and then Q, and then, spoiler, also the dog. (laughs) I consider the dog an unofficial member of Q-Team. Ew, the dog is everywhere, though. I know, I, one of my notes on things that are weird is, why is the dog even in the game? He, does he get saved? Why is this not Why there? is the dog even in the game? I don't know. That's all and I then, know. Um, when uh, Paul ended up getting this game, and he was messaging me uh, the entire time that he was playing, like, he was DMing me on Twitter, and half of his messages were about the dog. He was like, well, I love the dog. Why did, Where is the dog? Why does the dog not get saved? Who chained up the dog? <laughs> and I was like, Paul, like the dog is Real ultimately <laughs> not important. Um, but I think I think Q as a character is pretty interesting. There's a lot of questions I, still well, there Q... that obviously are never gonna get answered at this point. Like, why does Q even exist? But once you look past that part, I I don't know, I thought once you found out I agree that he's kinda seemed like kind of a cardboard cutout type of character until you find out like the whole story which unfortunately is near the end of the game so you don't really it doesn't really have any impact on the rest of the story are you talking about q the child or q the adult q the child trying to be on the same page (laughs) yeah no that's that's fair it's a fair point i don't consider i i just i actually forgot that the q was named q I just consider... that Zero was a character in (laughs) Q-Team? Why are we... I I don't know why we're dancing around spoilers. We already said we're going to spoil everything. Q is, like, a character in Q-Team and is also apparently the camera? (laughs) Like, some of the time? Because, like, if... I don't know if you noticed this, but I just replayed the game, so I was sort of thinking about it, but they definitely talk at the camera a lot in Q-Team. That's something that that. you notice, (laughs) like... I played the game myself, like, when it first came out. And then I recently helped a friend through playthrough. Um, So because I wasn't playing myself, I was able to look for the small things that, like, kind of give away that there is another member on Q team. And you can see, like, shadows and stuff at some point indicating that there is someone else there, which I think is really well done. that's something that I do like about the game. Because, again, it's, like, the same way with 999. It's, like, foreshadowing, but they don't hit you over the head with it. Like, you, you probably wouldn't notice if you were playing for the first time, like, oh, they're just talking at the camera, they're talking to the player. You wouldn't, I don't think you would necessarily notice that no other team really does that. But I thought that was really well done in particular, and I think that might be one of the reasons why I was okay with some of the story stuff in Zero Time Dilemma, because I could appreciate how delicately they laid some of it out. And then other stuff, they just beat you over the head with it, and I'm like, why have you done this? To me the okay. first time that i played the game i definitely didn't understand why they kept being like who is this child <laughs> like the entire time
0: well, and i know. was like
1: that's a member of your team i don't understand and well, then it's supposed the, to be like the whole point is that the nine people are only supposed to be the people that were in decom the child queue the robot queue the was, child not, queue was not there He is an added member, so it makes sense that when their memories were erased, they don't know who the heck he is because they don't know him from anywhere. Without knowing any of that, I was definitely confused. So, speaking about Q-Team, though, can we talk about Mira's motivation for being a serial killer?
0: (laughs) I just want to jump in real quick. Audience, if you have no idea what's going on in terms of the story, join the freaking club. (laughs) What? You talk child robot? Adult (laughs) robot? One of them is zero? What is happening?
1: Because there are so many branching (laughs) storylines in Zero Time Dilemma, it's virtually impossible to give a succinct plot overview. And it's the same way with VLR. To be fair, 999 is a little bit easier because there is a true ending, but... Playing 999 to somebody, though, is still, it's still really difficult, uncomfortable. But it's, more, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit easier than trying to do VLR or Zero Time Dilemma, because there's so many ways that the game can end that lead to other... Like, the true ending of Zero Time Dilemma is not the ending that exist. leads to VLR, which is annoying. Delta should not how. exist. But that's that's talking about the time travel and the plot. Those are my two other points. We're still on the characters. Okay, still on the characters. (laughs) This is gonna be longer than an hour. I was talking about Mira's motivation. Yes, for being a serial killer because she's a sociopath who doesn't have any feelings, but she hears about hearts and she wants to know what hearts are. And then she cuts them open and takes out their hearts. It's like look it up. Like look up what a heart is. You have Google. But I agree with you that Mira is probably one of the only people that acts consistently through the entire game. That's that's true. I will give you that. What I, I just It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Like it doesn't make any sense.
1: I mean, a lot of things in Zero Escape don't make sense. I was going to say, what part,
0: part of this does, does make sense to you?
1: <laughs> this in particular. Like, usually if something weird is happening, it'll be like, oh, it really relates to the general plot in some really obscure fashion that you can at the end be like, I guess I can accept that this was a plot point that happened <laughs> Mira's story doesn't really relate to me- the main plot in in my the best of my recollection so it's I was like, to? oh, we just have a random serial killer thrown in. Why did the serial it's killer want to be it? in DCOM? I don't know. She's just here I just replayed this so I know exactly okay, how good. it's- Please remind me because I haven't watched this in a year tied in so the whole—do you remember like the whole snail thing? And Zero was like, "Who forget the snail thing?" A snail once, and it caused now the I'm death. Now I'm just doing this on purpose to mess people. with Joe.
0: I gave up. I the snail thing go. is very
1: critical. The thing is crucial, Joe. You don't understand. Snail I don't. I do not understand. <laughs> so there was a snail once, Joe, and it walked into a path where someone it was running. Was a running. walking snail? <laughs> Made its way, <laughs> whatever you call, like traveled. I don't know what do you use the verb. So it snailed into the path where there was a jogger, <laughs> and the jogger ran down the other path to avoid the snail because apparently it's, it's impossible that to step over the snail. It is like the guardian snail of the path; you cannot go around it. the The jogger ran down a different path, and because of that, a woman was th- that woman was murdered because reasons. Because she ran down the that, other path, duh. Because she ran down the other path, where there was a murderer. If only she had stepped over the snail, which if only caused she gone down her usual path. So it's really the snail's fault, is what we're saying. It's hundred percent the snail's fault. Everything that happens thing. in this world is because of that snail. But like it's so thrown in there randomly. But there was a man accused of murdering the woman who did not do it, and he was put to death. Uh, and then it's thrown in there for like a three-line discussion oh, that it was you're a coney's right. fault. And then her mother killed herself from grief, so she also died, which caused another person to die, which caused more people to die, and pretty much six billion people die because a woman didn't want to step over a snail. (laughs) That's how the game starts, basically.
0: Which Um, game?
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, basically all of them. Basically all of them, though, because if Akane's parents had lived, she would not be the crazy person that we know today. And so she would not be having created the first Nannari game. game. Well, she didn't make the first one. No. It's so hard to talk about this game. It's really difficult. (laughs) But now that you've reminded me, yes, I can agree that Mira is tied to the main plot. I just totally forgot about that. Because she murdered the woman, yeah. Joe. She murdered the woman. Sparked the false accusation as a, as yeah, a child, okay. I guess, because she wanted to know what hearts are. Oh my god! Okay. Also, I'm sorry. I just thought something I want to talk about. It's not in my notes. When Mira murders Eric and takes out his heart, the last thing he says to her are, is, "You should smile. You look better when you smile." I'm like, the last thing he says to her is a cat call. <laughs> like, what is going on with that? I so many problems so many questions about those two. Like, they aren't in any of the other games, and they. I feel like they're... Not that they were just kind of thrown in, but, like, I feel like they just needed more characters, and were like, hey, let's put these people in They seem kind they're of... They're like, yeah, the serial killer, and also the angry man! Like, he <laughs> flies into anger so much. Oh, wait, oh, wait, okay, wait, hold on. Stepping back really quick. Something else I liked about Team. Matt Mercer was in this game. Okay, continue. <laughs> Sorry, I really liked Matthew Mercer, and... He voices I think all the voice acting in this game. The voice acting was okay. The sync ups what? not so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really don't agree with you. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me let me let me let me rephrase that. Some of it was okay. The stronger actors than others. I will y- Yes, okay. Sorry, I'm just thinking of Matt Murce. <laughs> I really like Matt Merce. Mira was one of the strongest, if not the strongest voice actress. But other parts, yes, were not okay. Mostly Eric not okay. <laughs> eric screams were like Wah!
0: it
1: was like what okay so that's basically all the characters except for the antagonist but we'll get to that when we get to the plot i feel like it's more suited to discuss him when we discuss the plot
0: have we not been talking about the plot
1: nope. <laughs> <Characters>. not even <laughs> close
0: can we pivot oh. real quick just to take a break to something that People who haven't played the game might be able to understand a little bit better. There's another part of this video game called Puzzles. Yeah. (laughs) Which I... There are also some strong emotions about. Um, Really
1: non-essential.
0: What? (laughs) What? Tell me about the puzzles, please. I need something to ground me in this conversation. (laughs)
1: So basically, in Zero Time Dilemma, the puzzles consist of you being trapped in a room. You have to find your way out of the room through solving a bunch of puzzles that are usually, I, in Zero Time Dilemma, I thought the puzzles were pretty difficult, which I liked. So, like, the point of the game, Joe, is okay. that there yeah, are that's, nine... that's actually probably... <laughs> there are nine people in a facility. Trapped. There's mm-hmm. a guy named Zero in, like, a Plague Doctor's costume. Which is weird. Who lets them know that the only way that they are allowed to escape is if six of them die. The whole idea is that six people have to die out of the nine, and then three can escape. And once someone dies through any means, really, you get a password. And you have to have six passwords in order to open a big door, which will let you out. Yes, and he throws them into these dangerous situations constantly and calls it the decision game. So a puzzle happens where C team have to escape from a room. And you solve the puzzle, and you unlock the door, and that's great, but then the room fills with poisonous gas, and then you have to play the decision game and decide which one of ten lockers has a gas mask in it. And also there's only one. Why can't they share? (laughs) I mean, I think the most famous one that people know about is based on, like, the first concept art that they released at Anime Expo, like, before the game came out, and it's one character gets trapped in an incinerator, The other one is strapped into a chair with a gun to their head. You have to choose, if you fire the gun, the gun has a blank and a real bullet. If you fire the gun, the door to the incinerator will unlock and the character can escape. By the way, the incinerator is about to go off and the character will burn and die. (laughs) And this is actually probably something to talk about. The RNG in this game is kind of brutal because it's random in some of the decisions. Like whether you can whether either... it's a blank bullet or a live bullet is random. Yeah. So like you can play the it was a live bullet pathway ten times and wait and try can... and get the freaking blank, which is what I did. <laughs> it took me so... forever to get the stupid blank. I kept killing Sigma over lot. and over. But so you can either choose not blank, to fire the gun. Or fire the gun, which can lead you to either the blank or the live bullet. So somebody it's possible that everyone could live and it's possible that one person can die. That's can die but that's because if it's a live bullet, Diana shoots herself as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two people die. And I was like, girl, okay. So she knows she has babies with Sigma in another pathway. She's like, She's like, oh, there's no point no for me to live anymore. And I'm like, girl, no. <laughs> but then technically, doesn't that mean that Phi would not live as well? That's the plot. That's where my plot notes are. Hey. <laughs> the fact that Phi exists in VLR so many issues with that. That is true. Well, the thing that I, I don't remember, and since you just replayed this, you'd have to correct me on it. So how Fi and antagonist get sent through the transporters, does the transporter transport them across realities or only through time? Because if it transported them across realities, I guess that's fine. Maybe. Can do both. But I still don't think it's fine because in the ending, the circle of fate or whatever it's called, where you get the ending that will lead to VLR, Sigma and Diana are clearly not having babies. <laughs> so Phi sh- should not exist. That's fair. I didn't really think about that. Well, not be there because they're not having babies, so she wouldn't be born. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Joe is just Did I help you? We didn't talk about the puzzles. Joe asked us to talk about the puzzles. I mean, we kind of yeah. talked about the puzzles. I think, well, we both agree that the puzzles are good, right? I think the puzzles were pretty good. I thought the puzzles in well, Zero Time to yeah. were the strongest in the series. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I sh- Can I you just give me an cool. example
0: of one puzzle? Just one puzzle.
1: All um, of the puzzles are, get out of this room. Well, no, no, he so, means like a specific puzzle. Um, yeah. There's one where you have to, like, the rooms I'm thinking of, I can't remember any specific puzzles in them. Except for, like, the healing room or whatever that room is called with the, like, the walls that change, and you have to use your camera angles to find symbols on the walls, and once you find symbols, it will give you, like, items that you can use to solve other puzzles in the room. There's, like, a oh, music it puzzle. Oh, unlocks the piano keys. Which leads to a music puzzle, which leads to something else, I think. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, all the puzzles lead to each other, which I think is kind of, it's, They're difficult, like, don't get me wrong, the puzzles in this game are difficult, and I got stuck a couple times and had to, like, stop and come back to it and, like, rethink, which I don't feel like happened in 999 or VLR for me, I thought everything was pretty intuitive. far the stupidest puzzle in the entire game, in my opinion, (laughs) is actually on my miscellaneous category of problems with this, is is that you find Mira dead and Eric is going to shoot you and the genuine answer for when Eric has a gun to you and says, who killed Mira? The actual way to keep the plot going is to type in, I don't know. I waited for a month trying to play the other pathways to figure out who killed Mira. (laughs) I think I I actually just got frustrated and typed in, I have no clue. And it worked. (laughs) Why is that? Like, that's the thing, though, like, Joe, with the puzzles, like, it's very tied in to the decisions you have to make. Like, I forget if there are any decisions, like, before you actually start the puzzle rooms. I don't think there are. But, like, it's very tied in to...
0: Do you have to, like, type in answers, like, in a...
1: Yes. Yeah. Like in an
0: old adventure game?
1: Yeah. That's in the... decision. Oh. Only a few times. Not all the time, but sometimes you have to... Like, a character will ask you something. Like, who one of the times... And it will, all, like, say... One of the ones I'm thinking of is you're all in a library, them. and you all have weapons. <laughs> you have to choose someone. Who do you want... Like, who do you want to shoot? So you can say... And that's when you're playing as Q. So you can say, like... I, I tried to do myself a couple times, because there's a fourth option that you don't know until the end of the game. But you can yeah. shoot Eric. You can shoot Mira. Like... So you have to type in like who you want to shoot, like that kind of thing. If you shoot Eric, Mira will be like, "Great, I want to cool, cut out thanks. his heart now. I know this is fine by me. If you shoot right. Mira, Eric will be pissy you and kill you. And I'm like, sure, Eric no will win jump here. in front of you and get shot in the heart, and Mira will be like, "No, you've destroyed his heart," and shoot you <laughs> because she wants oh, yeah, to rip no, wait, out his heart. Oh yeah, no, that is what happens. Because Um a serial killer. And then when you are trying to leave and you have to type in the six codes, you have to type those in. Type but those some in. of them, it's just, like, choosing, like, they give you buttons and you have to, like, pick one.
0: So, do you want to shoot
1: Sigma, or do you want to let 5 burn up let, in the incinerator? Let Fiber burn in the incinerator. That was the one that, that really messed me up, because it's, like, my two favorite people. And I was like, no, don't make me do it.
0: And, and also, you're playing like as Diana at that point, and so
1: they're all like, Diana, don't do it. And I'm like, oh my god, stop. Um... Does that answer your question about the puzzles, Joe?
0: I think that's as much of an answer as I'm going to get. It's
1: just really difficult. You can't really talk about the puzzles independently because everything is so intertwined together in Zero Time Dilemma. In Virtue's Last Reward, it's a lot easier to talk about the puzzles because they feel very separated from... Very, like, on their own. And then God knows they're so on their own in 999, they had, like, different people developing them. Like, they have nothing to do with anything. But in Zero Time Dilemma, they're very connected to everything else that's going on in the game. So it's really hard to just talk about puzzles. I loved the puzzles, like... And I think that so I might be why I have such strong puzzles. positive feelings about this game. Because the puzzles challenged me, and I like that. So I can look past other flaws in the game, because I liked the puzzles. I only used a walkthrough in my second playthrough. Except for to find out that you can select Delta when you're trying to decide who to shoot. Because I didn't get that at all. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't happened. figure that out until you were supposed to, so... I was like at the end of the game, and was, it still was locked. And I was like, this is the one thing I haven't done. <laughs> so, <laughs> plot, yeah. I guess... I'm ready. Do you want to know my first point? Yeah, go ahead. I wrote, okay. So at the very end of the game, when they shift into the bodies that never went through the game, how does Delta exist to have set up the game at all? Because if they didn't go through the game, then they didn't make babies and Delta does not exist. Well, technically, Wait, I five don't... wouldn't exist either.
0: Yeah, I thought Phi was the one that wouldn't exist.
1: Okay, so- No, they're,
0: they're, twins, Jeff, they're twins,
1: So They're <laughs> So technically, when Sigma and Diana have babies, they have a set of twins, Phi and Delta. They send them both through this transporter. We're not going to talk about the f- transporter room. That puzzle still pains me to this day. Transporter um, that was designed by aliens. Don't forget about yeah, that. Yeah, th- it was designed by aliens. Let's not forget about that. Indiana and, Jones 4, when it was like, oh, and it was aliens. And I was <laughs> like, like, all right. Um, so it was, th- you send your babies to, I forget where they sent Delta. Phi, they sent to the- f- 1904 Germany. Yeah, you could put in like a time and a location. But the thing that I don't think they make clear about the transporter is whether it works across realities. And I think you're supposed to assume that it has to, because there's no way that Phi or Delta would exist. So I think that's something you kind of have to roll with, and if they'd have said that, I feel like people would be a lot more cool with it, like me, because I'm not cool with it. I'm like, if you'd have just thrown in a line that was like, oh, they exist across all realities, we already know about multiple realities at this point, so like, you really could have just thrown that line in there. But Delta can't shift, so like, he- But he can do something else! He can mind- He can mind control people. Mind and, control. What is it called? And I'm like, Mind hack. That's no, what it's called that, hack. that, I will I admit, that is a huge line. problem I that I have with the game. I was like, no, you cannot just introduce a new power at the very end of the game. You can't just be like, I've read your minds this whole time, which I is like what he does. That is shenanigans. That's not okay. <laughs> so that I will give you. that they is are not twins. Good. I do not like so that. So if one of them exists and the other should, and if one of them does not exist, the other should not. So... That I agree with, 100%. I just don't think that Delta should exist if they decide not to play the decision game. <laughs> because... Or, I think, either that, or they just needed to make the entire transporter section clearer. Because it really didn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't exist. How are they even in the situation? <laughs> it doesn't. Like, that, that, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It just I don't unravels like that. so quickly. <laughs> like, All right, next point. Lay them on me. I feel bad for Joe because I feel like he asked questions and I'm just like, well, they're twins, Joe. And it's like, I don't want to No, it's okay. Like we kind of said it, but we said it kind of fast, so I don't blame him. He'll My next point, thank you, is to ensure your own conception, because that's part of Delta's motivation it's to true. set up the game, was, mm-hmm. was to ensure his own conception. So I wrote, to ensure your own conception, you put your parents in a murder game where they die like nine times out of 10. <laughs> like this makes He knew no that was sense. how it, it's like in Back to the Future where you can't mess anything up. They talk about Back to the Future if you want. <laughs> yeah, they they do have a long diatribe on Back to the Future, which is hilarious. Um, the Future, but they can obviously not say Back not to the Future. Not say Back to the Future, so they just call it or Marty. And, but Sammy. no, I mean, I feel like that's why they bring up Back to the Future because it works the same way. You can't mess anything up, or it doesn't work. So that yes, you may think it's you know kind of mean to put your parents in a murder game. But, um, you know, it had to happen. It has to happen. That's the only way that you could live. (laughs) That's literally it. That's the only rebuttal I have on that point, which is kind of (laughs) stupid. But it just has to happen. It had to. Third point for the plot is also at the very end of the game. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm going to explain. They all say that they remember every timeline that happens throughout the game. Yeah, that makes no sense. And I've always thought that. Okay, but specifically, Why is everyone okay with that? Like Junpei is cool with the fact that Mira hacked him up with an axe in another plotline. He's like, you know, <laughs> she probably had a reason. <laughs> like he doesn't. It's fine. Like they don't like acknowledge that at all. But that does mean that Eric has to be okay with the fact that Mira cut out his heart, and Junpei has to be okay with the fact that she murdered him with an axe, and Carlos has to be okay with the fact that Akane murdered him with a fire extinguisher. Like everyone's cool with it. Everyone's like, you know, it. Happens. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
0: Wait, do they all live at the end?
1: At the true ending, yes. In the true ending, they all live, but they so, all know that they've all died. <laughs> so how the game ends in the the true ending, basically through the game, and they kind of mentioned this in VLR as well, the ability called shifting. In VLR, it's a, phrased a little bit differently, but it's basically the same thing. You can shift your consciousness to different realities where different like choices have been made and different outcomes have happened. So what they did was... They put themselves under enough pressure. I forget uh, what spurred this. Like, something was about to blow up. Uh, the whole thing. thing is going to explode because they used the force quit box. Yeah. The, so um, so they put themselves <laughs> under enough pressure to group shift to a timeline where they hadn't played. The, like, at the very, very beginning of the game, you either had to choose basically heads or tails um, on a coin flip. If you lost you play the decision game. If you won, he would just let you out of the facility, which seems really ass-backwards to me, but whatever. Um, And so they shifted to that reality, where they won the game, and they didn't play the decision game. And so then they get there, and they somehow remember everything that happened to them, like even through other timelines, which I suppose isn't unprecedented, because in VLR, Sigma and Phi do remember things from other timelines, Remembering timelines where you've died? That's a little sketchy. One of the other characters killed you? (laughs) Like. I guess you don't really see what happens to them after this. So maybe they do get mad at each other. But. Maybe. I mean, um, it ends with Zero being like, you're going to shoot me, Carlos? And then, like, we don't know if Carlos shoots him. It's the decision. And then you never find out what the decision is, the end. Never find out. No, I just, I just don't believe that, like. Junpei, and also Akane, who we have seen murder at the drop of a coin or she thinks that someone's killed Junpei, are like, totally weapon. cool with the fact that Mira killed him. Maybe like, she's just she waiting to get a someone. weapon. <laughs> That's my theory. I, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her to grab the gun from Carlos that Zero hands him and just like, <laughs> make it happen. I was convinced that she had killed Mira. Oh, I thought so too. Mira, Mira killed Junpei with an axe, so Akane went and strangled Mira. I'm like, sure, we've seen Akane kill people before when she thinks that they've killed Junpei. <laughs> like, why not? Um, that's Those are my three points for the plot. Do you have are- an argument for why the plot is really fantastic? No. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I would just say that I think a lot of people nitpick, which I think they should, because we expect a high level of story from our Zero Escape games, and this game did not... Deliver as high of a level of story as some people, including me, wanted. But I think a lot of things that people take issue with about shifting and like all of the mechanics like shifting that people talk about, they kind of were set up in other games. Like, they do talk about people remembering things from other timelines in VLR. What Dude, I, I don't have is, a problem with that. Yeah, but I mean, not you, I'm not saying not you, but that's a criticism that I've heard other people say of the game. Not specifically like remembering things, but they get real nitpicky about shifting and how it you're were, not, you're how not sitting funny. there saying like you're nitpicking too much <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, i mean i also have written in my notes wtf is this esper thing i still don't really get it in all caps so that's a thing okay. like i feel like there was just some stuff that they really tried to like they were like oh this will be new and interesting let's put this in and then they didn't really explain it well enough because they kind of give you a lot of information to process in that game. And in some aspects, I don't feel like they did a good enough job with it. I'm looking there at are you, Transporter. There some pathways that I think are great. Oh yeah, I do too. And then there's some that you're just like, mmm. <laughs> Not really sure about this one. really liked the pathway where we find out that Delta is zero, and it's like, you are zero, like that pathway. I really like that one when they're all figuring stuff out and they're all together and they're doing what they want to do and they're talking about everything that they know. And I'm like, this is great. We're getting answers. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> right? this I like that. I, I, that. I mean, that's the best part of any game, really. When everyone gets together and is like, here's all the information. I'm like, thank you. Like, please Continuum tell me this. everything that I've forgotten. Fun fact for Joe, uh, that pathway ends with everyone lying around dead, and this old man turns to Diana and just says, Mom? <laughs> and it's literally oh, So hard! <laughs> I was like, no, honey. I'm not your mom. Oh, no. <laughs> like, why? Uh, just, it's such a weird game, but it has its moments. Actually, let me rephrase. It's such a weird plot, but it has its moments. Where you're just like, this is hilarious. Thank you for giving me this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me, like, almost laugh. When and Junpei I, gets I, drunk. I, Every time Junpei gets drunk. God, what is wrong with Junpei in this game? <laughs> I'm like, Akane's I'm high like, on life or something, and I'm like, oh, Junpei, what have you done Akane's yourself? like, you've changed so much in the course of a year, and I'm like, I agree with you, Akane. Like, what is wrong with him? Uh, so then, do you remember the brooch? Yes. So my third point is... Where did the brooch come from? It should go in a loop, but then it would have come from nowhere. I think that's the point. <laughs> I don't know. Because like Phi tells Diana, my mother gave this to me, and then after Phi is dead, Diana takes it, and then Diana puts it into the pod with Phi when she's a baby and sends it with her, which is how Phi got it. Phi yeah. to Diana from Phi to Diana from Phi to Diana and would have originated from Magic. Unknown. <laughs> Motherly love. Like, where did it come from? I agree. I don't think that's something they really cared about. So, there's that. There's also, there's a plot line where Carlos gets Akane and Junpei to transport, right? To, like, save them from something. Yeah, Previously, we have seen that the transporter kind of works like it clones you and sends you somewhere else. That's okay? true. So, but Akane and Junpei, when they use it, this time, they're gone. They, they change what the transporter does mid-game. I just, maybe this point should have been the transporter is one of my issues. Oh, and but... I mean, then we could have just covered all this with, I agree with you, the transporter sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's can okay we just suck. call the podcast that? Transporter no. sucks. The transporter I sucks. Hope we do. Debate cast number two, zero time dilemma. The, I transporter, agree with you, the sucks. transporter sucks. No, I, I. Now that you've said that, I do remember that, and I do remember thinking that at the time. I was like, this is stupid.
0: Like, it's up to Jetty at the end of the day. <laughs>
1: Jetty, please name this podcast. The transporter sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Make it happen. And then it, it looks like something out of a '40s sci-fi movie, doesn't it? Like yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. And they're like, you can transport as many objects as you want, but only one body. Why didn't they transport while she was pregnant? She would count as one body. Debatable. <laughs> Depending on your moral stance. All right. We don't need to go there. <laughs> All right. Transporter's stupid. Point number three. Okay. And so now we're on my miscellaneous point. All right. So the first one was the I don't know puzzle, because yeah. that was a load of BS. <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to swear this whole time, you guys. Yeah, I think that puzzle is supposed to get you frustrated. Like, that's what it was meant okay. to do. Like, basically, that's what would have happened in real life. You just, like, start naming people, and then eventually you're just like, you know what, I don't know. And then, and then you're supposed and to then do that? that's what works. Maybe I'm just, like, thinking about it wrong. So my second to last point, oh, we also already sort of talked about it, is they openly talk about Back to the Future, but obviously can't say the title or yeah. Marty's name. It's I really pretty that. awkward. I thought it was hilarious this is why game Cola should play this game. Like, only for that scene alone. Listen, like. I've tried, okay? When it first came out, I, like, was so adamant. I was like, Michael, Nicola, we have to do this. Like, someone needs to get it on Steam. I've already finished it. And I was like, I can get us through the puzzles. It's fine. And neither of them will do it. So then I was trying to make Paul do it with me, and he wouldn't do it either. Diana, I would record this with you. I have it on uh, Steam. Maybe. We can talk about it. Prolonged debate cast. <laughs> like the whole we game, it. we'd just be like, "This is another problem that I have." Like, made game. I probably remember more because honestly, I, I don't think I've seen this game in like upwards of a year and a half. So another one is pretty nitpicky, but my boyfriend insisted that I write it down, okay. <laughs> which was there should be no bullets left in Eric's shotgun in the Q path. Oh, 100, like, okay. That's a that's a problem with all video games. Let's be real. He shoots things and then cocks the gun so many times, my boyfriend's like, there's no way that there's still stuff in there. Yeah, let's be real. That's a problem in many video games. And movies. No one knows how guns work. I expected, like, because he pointed that out, like, I wouldn't have thought about that at all. But because he pointed that out, I half expected them to be like, there are no bullets left in that gun. You'd think that would be something they would do. But no. But apparently not. It's a magic gun. That, that is my whole mm-hmm. list of points. Yay! I think that pretty much covers everything TBH.
0: Okay. So I think we're done now, I guess. <laughs> it's time for closing statements. I have no idea like okay, viewers, if if you don't know what's happened, if you you've been on this roller coaster with me, then thanks for joining me on this roller coaster. Uh, it's time for closing statements and then we'll close out the podcast. Uh who wants to go first? I mean like literally I don't know what else
1: to say. Like those were all of my points that I wrote down. I think that the game is solid in some ways. I think the puzzles are pretty good. I think the decisions were like the best, strongest part of the game, but there were some things that I just couldn't look past. And a lot of them are character inconsistencies and plot holes that got to me in the end and sort of dragged the game down. And I would say that I mostly agree with you in that respect when it comes to the plot. But for me, what I like, the biggest reason why I play these games is for the puzzles. And that and the decisions, because I live for choice-based games, and those two things were both so excellently done in this game that I could look past um, a few plot holes. I would scoff at them as they came by and be like, you're stupid. But overall, the puzzles and the decisions were what made the game for me, and so that's why I would argue that it is a good game in those two respects.
0: And there you have it. So... If you if you've been listening uh there should have been a poll on the Game Cola Twitter that asked you uh, what you thought of the game and what will come out soon after this podcast goes up is uh, another poll um asking you if you changed your mind. So, if you <laughs>
1: Wow, I wish I'd known that beforehand.
0: Yeah, that's what all like, a debate like, works. So, wait, we'll I see kind of who did the best debate. Aww. Um <laughs> really? I didn't know this a, su-
1: competition.
0: <laughs> a surprise yeah. twist at the end thank you for going through this roller coaster with me especially if you didn't know anything about zero escape I'm like fine. i did um if you are a fan of what you just heard uh you can find more video game good video game content video game at uh, our actual internet website, gamecola.net, which is where this uh, debate cast is coming from. Um, you can find other podcasts. You can find articles that we've written about Zero Escape and other similar games, uh, news articles, review articles, blog posts, stuff like that. Um, you can also go to the Gamecola YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. Um, there you can find playthroughs of the first two uh, games in the zero escape series 999 and virtues last reward Um, those are up there you can also find other playthroughs some video review series uh other miscellaneous uh video content um if you want to find that uh poll you can go on to twitter we might also put one on facebook i don't know i'll talk to anna our social media trash queen person who named herself that
1: um <laughs> she named herself that's fine.
0: I'll talk to her and figure out where the poll will be, but it'll be either on Facebook, Twitter, or both. Um just search Game Cola, we're Game Cola on those platforms. Um if you want to catch streams from us, you can find us on twitch.tv slash game cola. And um if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like a hub for other podcast content, you can Find that on any podcasting app, iTunes, just search for Game Cola. If you liked it, if rating us highly and sharing podcasts with your friends is a great way to help us, we have the official The Game Cola podcast, which is a general gaming news and discussion podcast. And then we also have the Game Cola RPG cast which Is right. currently being our secret of mana RPG cast where we play as secret of mana characters in a sort of tabletop RPG setting, and it's a lot of fun. Be sure to tweet or send us Facebook messages. Um, if you have any suggestions for uh other debate casts, and uh, you can also email us uh, suggestions like that at podcastgamcola.net. Um, and you... that's
1: how I got this one to happen. I'm
0: yeah, to... That, I mean, yeah, I emailing. Jenny and I was hey
1: i have an
0: idea so it works we check our email trust me (laughs) um so yeah if you have any ideas for other ones we'll we'll make it happen and hopefully the debate cast can return to form after a six year hiatus so thanks for i don't i don't know who won so tell us who won and we'll see you next time on the game (laughs) cola debate cast yay
1: bye bye i think we both won
0: I wonder if you can pinpoint the exact moment where I gave up.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can. I know what it was.